Hello, wrestling fans. Joe Murata here from Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter if you don't, at OVP Podcast. Happy Friday to everyone out there. I'm here to present to you kind of a follow-up to our latest episode, number 198, where we discussed yet again Hulk Hogan versus Sting at Starcade 97. Thanks again, Bill Gilbert. And we are here to present to you something from a couple of years ago, March of 2018 to be exact, the OVP commentary of Hulk Hogan versus Sting at Starcade 1997. Now, these commentaries were originally designed to be watched along with the match, but I assure you, you don't need to sync up with the actual match if you don't want to. If you do want to, check the description. The time code to sync up on the WWE Network is on there, but I guarantee you it's a good listen one way or another. Now, obviously, horses have been beaten. These horses are dead, but I figured it'd just be fun to kind of see what we thought two and a half years ago versus what we think now on our latest episode. Again, that's number 198. If you've never listened before, I actually suggest you turn this off and go back an episode and check out our latest. You might really like it, and if you don't, then we can forget this whole thing ever happened. But anyway, check out this OVP commentary again. This is Hogan versus Sting, Starcade 97, a hotly debated topic amongst Quinn and everyone else. And as always, when we do these throwback uh, episodes here this is two and a half years ago i don't know every single thing that we say in there maybe we think differently now so hold our feet to the fire if you want to send your cards and letters to ogden utah but one way or another in all seriousness thank you for listening have a very nice day and you may even hear me at the end to wrap things up here you go hello wrestling fans and patrons out there i am joe morata this is michael quinn and welcome to another ovp commentary howdy doody howdy doody michael we're doing something a little different today we're going down to wcw it's a happy day it's a happy day for who for me <laughs> okay because i think that we're gonna be watching something that um you know that i don't want to watch you don't want to watch but i think it gets a little like buried and I we've talked about it on the show. It's a big controversy. I've been called out on other podcasts about it. You have been like, I, it's ridiculous. And uh, constantly by Chuck mess as yeah, well. Chuck mess. I think even Steve Bennett said something about it. Like, pretty much Quinn, unfortunately. And I don't want to pile on you. I mean, you are my partner. You're one of my best friends in life. Yeah. I've known you almost 20 years. Yeah. But unfortunately, literally everyone is against you on this one. Right. But we're going to, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to see for real. We're going to see. We're going to watch it. Um, Objectively. I just want to say, like, without, you know, this isn't me, like, hyping or anything. Please don't. Yeah. But, you know, you put the you put the show on and got it to its point. Yes, I did. And, I, and like, as soon as you turned it on, there is a there is a buzz that's very, you know, palpable, palpable. in this arena right now. Like, this is I not. There, the, the, It's not, like. You know, revisionist history, like the whole no, show no. was a dump and like sucked. Like, okay, that's fair. Like, here's the thing. And we're doing folks, if you haven't been able to tell by the uh, the title of the, the show here, we're doing Hulk Hogan defending the world title against Sting, Starcade 97. The controversy that Quinn alluded to stems from a discussion we had back many episodes ago in something a rush like more. a rush more of blunders or some I shit forget. i don't know like no something about wcw i think so yeah i don't remember the exact topic. i don't i don't either and um you know quinn was defending and i'm not faulting him for it honestly the this whole angle here and many people have maligned it over the years because of not only the fast count but the execution of the match right. is the other 
point of contention okay. is that Hogan dominates the whole match and Sting looks like a loser. Now, to set the context, obviously Hulk Hogan since um, August of 1996, mm -hmm. over a year before, was the world champion of WCW with the exception of a five-day interruption by Lex Luger right. earlier in 97. But it was to, you know, it, it was a different context of a usual Hogan reign as he's a heel. Correct. The NWO has invaded WCW. Yep. Like, and, and here keeps we, expanding. Right. And here we are at Starcade. It's like the last stand, right? It's like the guy who has been challenging him from the roof and from everywhere mm -hmm. all year, Sting. Yes. Like Sting, who they, they purposely kept him off TV, mm -hmm. like to hype the shit out of this, like that, that's all year. Absolutely true. Sting had not wrestled a WCW match since September of 1996. On purpose. It wasn't like he was injured or anything. No, right? no, no. I mean, he was just healing up, uh, you know, not from a one injury, but he was just taking time off. Right. And they were doing this. And uh, he, I mean, he generally was on the show like every week, though, even though like. Yes. He, like, he was a featured, um, not every single week. That that was a, a good choice. Yeah. It was like a long build and it was on purpose some, and it made sense. I had no issue with the build. I agree that the build was good. Uh, some people at the time, in all seriousness, said, all right, this is going on way too long, which right. I kind of agree because it was a year and three months. Yeah. But which I, is I, almost unprecedented. I feel like if he was healing up, I probably half of that was part was, of it. Yeah. Was the break and the Agreed. other half was like, okay, we've decided to do this. So right. that's what, like, they probably in their brains are like, this was only six months, really. You Correct. know what I mean? And uh, a couple other things. A, this is our first WCW uh, commentary ever. Right. Uh, WWF is our preferred promotion, obviously. And uh, you can clearly get this as well on the WCW network. I mean, <laughs> the WWE, WCW <laughs> network. The WWE network. Um, this event might be one of the reasons that led to why WWE owns this footage. Because uh, possibly, um, <laughs> I think that there's more. I think the next Starcade with the Taser to yeah, Goldberg and shit you. like that is yes. like what is what really can. This I was agree. this was um you know seeing the opinions and stuff. This is generally a misstep, but not um didn't kill didn't, the company. It wasn't like Goldberg it, had yet to really become yeah, a factor yet. This was more just like Boom. like oops. It, was, it was it was an oops. I think you just have to like take into context like how the announcers and stuff treat it. I think that's what we have to pay attention sure. to also like and we will. Yeah, um, like I I think it's not as big of a deal as people make it out to be. Let's put it that way. We're going to find out. Yeah. I don't know because I haven't seen this in so long. Right. Okay. So, Quinn and I have decided and there's one more before I get to what Quinn and I have decided in our gentleman's agreement in the garage over there. Mm -hmm. Uh there's one more thing to mention. On November 9th of this year, Bret Hart had his last match with the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation. Yes. Against that, uh, that thing. Scene Michaels. And uh, yeah. he was a controversial finish, as we know. Yes. Uh, it was called the Montreal Screwjob. You might have heard of it. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. So the WCW, as Bret Hart would say if he was here, the WCW. Right. They decide to bring him in uh, as the special guest referee for the Larry Nabisco 
Right, which had just happened. Eric Bischoff match, which was right before this. And which, I, I, what, regardless of what we think of Nabisco and all this, sure. there was buzz. People were excited to see Absolutely. Eric Bischoff get his ass whooped. Yes. Like, it'd been like, okay, it was time to beat the shit out of Bischoff. Like, totally enough. agree. Like, like, uh, Bret Hart put Bischoff in the sharpshooter, right. or somebody in the sharpshooter, yeah. I forget. I don't care, like, that it was Larry Zabisco in this case. It was right. just like, it was, it was, to me, it was just more of an excuse because you couldn't have Bischoff fight a wrestler. So let's have him fight like a, a retired wrestler. old wrestler. Yeah. yeah, it was fair. Yeah. It was a fair fight. Right, yeah. Um. So, Bret Hart is lingering around here. Maybe he'll factor in, if you've never seen this, you know, into the yeah. finish. Right. Uh, we've got one more thing, and then I promise we're going to start. The former NWO referee, Nick mm-hmm. Patrick, is the official for this match. I say former because he had not been the NWO ref since like mid 97, like April or something like that. Okay, yeah. And like they made there's a little bit of hype of um he's been formally renounced and WCW's accepted him yes, like correct. he's completely forgiven yes. like blah blah blah. So. This is well beyond the uh Randy Anderson feud with yeah. the please Mr. Bischoff. <laughs> oh god, my family <laughs> and then they like all came out <laughs> and they're all ugly. Yeah. And uh, so I'd like you to that in mind. Go to the WWE Network. Uh, unfortunately, go to Starcade 97, for hopefully for the last time ever, Come and go to 21841. That is two hours, 18 minutes, and 41 seconds. I'll say it one more time to catch you up there. 21841. We'll count you down. Can't believe I'm doing this. Hate WCW, but. I don't really hate them. You know that quite. Yeah. I watched this all as it happened. Yeah, like me the whole too. I, I definitely saw this pay-per-view. I retroactively don't like WCW <laughs> for comedic purposes. Uh, but Oh, and Quinn and I have uh-huh. decided, 2-18-41, Quinn and I have decided right. a gentleman's agreement that mm-hmm. we are going to both be completely objective mm-hmm. and we are not going to editorialize as the match goes on. We're going to look at it. Right. We're going to see what's happening. And afterwards, then we will weigh in with our thoughts. Okay. That's let's, how we're going to uh, roll. Let's uh, do it then. So 21841 on Star K97 in three, two, one. <laughs> right. So, like I said, with the Bischoff yeah. stuff. We're happen- proud. It's so, so good. And this is actually one of the things I liked about WCW back then is the announcers did talk about the stories. Yep. You know. And I figured See, this would, is this is kind of funny start too. Here Bischoff to, getting dragged out by Doug Dillinger in the <laughs> yeah. background there. Yeah, like all like fucked up. Like figure we would start right here, give you a little context, you know. Didn't Hall do like a good comedy bump from Bret Hart or something before? Yep. Hey, look, the most overpaid ring announcer yeah. ever. Yeah. Now this is a match worthy of buffer. buffer. Like, Absolutely. I mean, Starcade's the WrestleMania. And this is the first time since like the 80s that I feel like Starcade was like properly like treated and had this many eyes on it too. yeah it was like oh shit like this matters Nick Patrick ominously in the background there championship, championship of the world I, I said it different there it's okay I'm ready what's funny is that this guy is the reason that Triple H developed the are you ready really <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this was a very popular catchphrase in the 90s. Yeah, it, it, it was. It, no, it, it was. It goes hand in hand with Howard Stern and South Park. Yeah, and it, it, it was very relevant in December of 1997, this whole thing. Plus, heavyweight boxing still mattered yeah. back then. Yeah. And Let's you see uh, Nick Patrick lurking yeah. back there. So we're in D.C. I didn't look that up. 
Let's get ready to rumble! He's still overpaid, though, Quinn. The classic NWO music as the lights go Probably out. Probably the last time that this would be, you know, top tier. Nobody was like, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, they're like, this is like peak NWO right now. This is what, from a storyline point of view, everything had been building towards since Hogwild 1996. Maybe a little later. Maybe Fall Brawl 96. Hogan by himself. I like that. Proudly in the like the like NWO attire that I remember him in. Absolutely. No boas or any bullshit. Like You know, Quinn, we talk a lot about, or we and we have, about how Hulk Hogan was remarkably and impressively able to reinvent himself as a heel. This is the, yeah, this is like the peak of that. You gotta hand it to Hulk Hogan. I mean, he seems like the greatest thing ever right here. Like And I love this version of his music with that. I love it. (laughs) Like the weird shit in the background. So, so far, sirens, Hogan's entrance, man. Say what you want about the man. I love it. He is a heel and a half. And I love that the fans are still kind of like there's NWO fans, but there's also WCW fans. Like it's great, man. Yeah. And they're not, they pulled it off. Like they pulled it off as Hogan pulls his shirt off. They are in a great spot too, Washington D.C. Not too right south, in the middle of the country, not too north of their territory at least. Yeah, enough East Coast influence. Kenny Powers over here. Hogan's yeah. like, hey, make sure to not count fast, brother. Yeah, I love that he's sarcastically There's doing that. Masks and NWO signs side by side. Well, it's this cool. Is, yeah, because this is the era where NWO was still a. Um, Kind of like the Young Bucks and Bullet Club is now. Yeah. A merchandising opportunity. Meanwhile, Sting was like, he was like Cena levels of face at this point. Like he was like, he was like ridiculous. And this will now December 97. He was. And this will now be his first entrance since September of 96 for a wrestling match. My gosh. The, just the idea that Sting would be wrestling again was awesome. Like, I agree with you on that. You know what this is a weird callback to? The fucking the, Clash of the Champions with a crow kid or whatever, yes. No. That that light show? What? Ric Flair's entrance is the first Starcade. Oh, you know what? I isn't never that, thought of that. Isn't that weird? Yeah, against race. Yeah. That's wow. like, yeah. I, I wonder if that was intentional. Like they did it they didn't do it on a video board, they did it this way. Like Maybe. as a callback. Maybe. Because this is like WCW was like stepping. In their eyes, they were stepping back to like Starcade is now WrestleMania. Like, oh yeah, fuck WWF. Oh, like, yeah, it's, yeah. this is it. Like, and like, could this be almost like we're back, baby? Like, you know what I mean? Like a callback. It, it's possible, Quinn. Because they could have just put this on a video board. There's video boards, sure, in the arena. Yeah, this is '97. It just seems, so far. It seems oddly like reminiscent. Right. So far, so good. Here, I have no problem with anything we've seen. Yeah. Um. Then again, we haven't made it to the actual match yet, so we'll see how it well, goes. Like again, if it's supposed to be WrestleMania, this is the time for like extravagant entrances. Like, I have no problem with it. Yeah. Now Sting simply walks out after his. It's weird, you know, as a fan at the time seeing Sting been come repelling. down the aisle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but I like, like that. Yeah. Like it's like, oh shit! Like he's wrestling. The crowd rather subdued, Quinn. 
it's almost like it's almost like a shock. Like it's like I don't know. Do you think? It's, like it's a little quiet. They don't know. What do you mean they don't know? What is there to not know? I just feel like there was some... That ain't Jeff Farmer. That ain't fake Sting. No, there was just some... I remember even at the time as a kid thinking, like, does Sting still got it? Like, Well, you know, like, we'll see. He hasn't wrestled for a while. Yeah. Because like, he was awesome. Like, back even, you know, Surfer Sting, like, up until he left when his hair was getting dark. Like... He doesn't look like he cares that much, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm not being negative. Are you saying that in like a like a realistic look, way, or do you mean like the character? The like, character doesn't look like he's that intent on kicking Hogan's ass. Like he's just looking at him like, nah, I don't like you. But was that to be angsty? I don't know. Like that's, that, like that's very '90s. I don't like, know. I know. Because I mean, Raven never looked like he gave right. Fuck. Like, so, so just like, an observation. Look at him. Yeah. He looks like emo. Yeah. I'm not saying if it's now, good or bad. Now, thinking back, though, the this is not defense. This is just saying what the character was. The idea was that he was he, you know, he was kind of like pissed because he was mistrusted by the company that he he made. Yeah, but he got over that pretty quick. Yeah, but wasn't that what the whole year hiatus was about? Like, I'm finally like, for, I've forgiven you. Like, isn't that what it what it is? Yeah, like, they started building towards this match though in August. Remember the. J.J. Dillon thing. And Wouldn't he not accept at first, though? I don't remember. I'm yeah, not going to pretend that I yeah, do. Yeah, I just, I feel like, I remember the origin of it all. Is right. that they thought he was the fourth man or some bullshit. That's in 96, yes. Right. Because of fake sting. And then he said, if you don't trust me, like, fuck this place, basically. Yes. And like, then. Here we go, Quinn. Yeah. All right, let's 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 see what we have here. So it's shoved by Hogan. Yep. Hogan being like the Hogan. Like, the of heel all Hollywood year. Hogan, yeah. Sting with a slap. Here we go. Both guys in all black with white. And there's also symbolism to the Sting in all black. It's almost like fighting fire with fire. Correct. It's like that I'll Sting's agree with. gotta be dark yep. to beat Hulk Hogan. He can't be fucking around anymore. I'll like, agree with that. He's got a baseball. He's got a weapon with him at all times. He's got a shirt, which he shouldn't have, but whatever. He doesn't have a shirt. Sting has a shirt. I'm looking at him right now and he's wearing a shirt. No, it's a bodysuit. It's like Roman Reigns outfit actually. Look, it's Either like way, it's connected. Sting like, never wore that kind of crap yeah, before. No, no, he hadn't. I'm just saying it's like a it's like a one Fine. piece like whatever down in yeah, front. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> whatever you want to call it. All right, we got a match here, Quinn, and this is what he literally does have Roman Reigns outfit on. <laughs> like it's not a point in his favor. Yeah, I'm just saying. A lock up here? This is a blood feud. So let's lock up and punch each other. Uh, right hand by Stinger. The Hogan, Sting Man. Hogan with his great comical Hollywood yeah. heel selling. I'll give him that. Now, Nick Patrick, again, as we said, is supposed to be like big, like, I've changed my ways. I'm not a NWO anymore. I'm, I'm not, not a crook. I'm not a crook. I'm not Nixon. What so, do we got cheering here? Hogan sucks. Well, I agree with that. Sting still looks sad. I love his face paint for this. It's very like it sticks out. Like, like you, that that white you can see from like a mile away. I mean, it does, yeah. It's just like peak sting, like that look. I suppose so. Good. So after all this, they're doing a fucking standard wrestling match. Hmm. It's just strange to me. And I'm not saying it's bad. Now, it's do you, weird. Do you remember though how Hogan had wrestled most of the year? It was basically this, like. 
Like every match was this. What I you want them to do something different is what you're saying for this Quinn. special occasion. I mean, shouldn't they? Yeah, but I don't know. Like, do you, I get the sense you put a lot of it on Sting, but I I get the I kind of it's, Hogan's it's carrying equal. this. No, I just mean that Hogan is like they're 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 wrestling Hogan's match here. You know, let's just see what happens. So far, we've got Hogan just dominating. It's like he's fighting fucking the Mauler. <laughs> this is the main event that they've built to for a year and three well, months. Give it, I mean, it just started, Joe. I'm just setting the context for everybody. I'm reminding I everyone. I think we got to step back and just call the match. I'll call. Okay, yeah, I'll call yeah, it. We're, we're getting like Get a body slam by Hogan here. Into an elbow, Sting moves. And another move there as Hogan attempts another elbow. And a third one, and Hogan can't connect. Sting with a oh, one-footed okay. drop kick there. Hogan takes a powder to the now outside. listen to the announcers, though. Dusty is yeah, like... Yeah, this is great. Who Dusty, cares about the announcers? I'm just... No, I'm just saying Dusty was like all like being Dusty. It's like, yeah, I got him. You know, Look, like... if you want to applaud the announcers for doing I their jobs... I think the announcers are really good here. I wish the wrestlers were doing their jobs. I think the announcers are exceptional here. Great. Is the company still in existence? No. So, I don't think the announcers buy tickets, Quinn. Just saying. I, I, I just agree want, with you. I, I agree. just want to give props to the announcers well, Dusty's in this always situation. good. Yeah. Dusty and Shivani's good still in 97. Yeah. And even today's not bad. Hi, Tony. This is great for WCW. Although it's weird that, like, I still always felt that, like, he should have just been there for cruiserweights. Like, yeah, I don't want him here for this. It's confusing to have him, like, give his, like, cruiserweight analysis to, like, Sting doing a drop kick. And where's Bobby Heenan? He's probably there just, like, because there's 17, because Dusty's there and shit. It's upsetting. Yeah. All right. So we got a stand up here in the center of the ring. Sting's still looking very sad and pensive. Hogan grabs a side headlock. We got a boring chant. Do we? No, we might have. The crowd's not into this, Quinn. You can say all you want about the announcers. That's fine. The crowd is kind of... look. Like, is this like a half an hour match, though? No. To be fair? It's like 12 minutes. You can see the crowd. They're hugging with a shoulder block. Okay. Drop down there by Sting. Leapfrog by the Stinger. And another dropkick. This one's better. And the third, Hogan takes a bell to the outside there. An actual bump by Hulk Hogan. I, he doesn't go out like that often, does Very he? Very rarely, like, especially in the uh, late 90s. He's turning it up. The crowd is kind of... Um, now, are you, like, in all fairness, are you, like, going into this expecting, like, Hogan-Andre style? No. Or, like, no, I, that, I mean that, like, I think that's what this should be. Not, not like, after. some new, new age style. I'm not expecting anything because I know what happens here. No, 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 but I mean, like, As a did match, you expect a Matt, a Matt classic out of this, or, like... <laughs> I expected intensity. There's none. And I don't... That's that's tangible, Quinn. There's no intensity. There's no sense of urgency. It's very slow. And I'm not saying things can't build. It's still yeah. got time. We got ten more minutes. But I mean, it's very slow. I feel like Hogan's, like, starting to act concerned, but not enough... Like, I feel like he should be selling his, He's like... He's not selling a thing that Sting it, is a threat at all. Right, like, Sting... Like it's the almost, guy. Well, see, okay, there's two sides of the story here, is, like... Okay, go ahead. I have a point Hogan, to you then after Hogan this. Hogan in KFOB here should be looking at Sting like he's been laid off for a year. I should have no problem with him, right? Fair enough. Okay, like, I'll give you that. Like, 
on the other hand, I feel like after that drop kick over the top, mm-hmm. he should now be like, whoa, 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 brother. Like, fuck. Fair. Like, oh, shit. Like, Sting can still wrestle. That's the Hogan perspective, yeah. right? The Sting perspective is, as a fan, and, and I even mean this at the time, but even now. Yeah. This guy's wanted Hogan for a year and three months. This has been ramping up. After all this, the best Sting can do is watch Hogan as he bells around the outside. He should be going for the jugular. He should be kicking his ass. So you think Sting should be more intense? Absolutely. The only thing I would say to that is that the character of, um, you know, like Dark Scorpion or whatever the fuck he is, has been like, you know, emo 90s kid. Like, I, that that's all I'm getting at is like, that's You're- all. Like you cannot, and Hogan takes over again. Yeah, you cannot forget the fact that this emo '90s kid also attacked the shit out of people with baseball bats. Right. So he does have an intense violent side. There to is him. a violent side. There right. is, and he hasn't shown well, any of that. Now we'll see. Is that being built up to the end? I, I don't, don't remember. Know. Let's like, find yeah, out. Like, exactly. Is that, is that like it, it? It take like is it? We've also seen Sting as a patient figure. Is I guess it, like, so. You know what I mean? Like he's been shown that way for a year. You're correct there. He just no-sold a vertical suplex. I like that. Woke the crowd up a little, at least. He just... DX? (laughs) I like that the announcers are like, we can't say DX, basically. Dumbasses. Well, they can't. (laughs) So he just steals from WWF. Okay, check. All right. Hogan takes back over with a thumb to the eye. So he's spitting his face, too. Good. So it's like a 1984 main event here. This is great. (laughs) We're really doing good. His eyes are all fucked up. Well, Hogan's spit is toxic. Yeah. Spray tan in that spit. (laughs) Don't call them the Aftermags. Is he there? Yeah, Yeah, look at him right there. Yeah, Yeah, there he is. I'm taking pictures of Hogan and Sting. Bet you that was in uh, the January edition of The Wrestler or whatever the fuck. Probably like May because they're so far behind. <laughs> I swear it was like May. Oh shit, he used his own baseball bat against him. So that's embarrassing that like Hogan has to use it first. Yeah. Come Although on. Although that's Healy and then he spit in the crowd too. <laughs> He's trying to like incite some violence here. Quinn, this match. Hogan is a good heel. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty good. This match has been the Hulk Hogan show. Sting has done a few drop kicks, mm-hmm. a headlock. Fair enough. It's very much not what it should What's be. Oh, he's got an NWO shirt from the crowd. Who rules the world, he says, I think. Um, I think that's what he was saying to him. He might have been. Yeah. Sting just looks like a guy that's been wrestling the whole time. Like this, I swear. No, I think he looks like he's been off for a year. I think that's you know, the story, right? I just meant his his capabilities here. But that's the thing. That's also not a good way to build right. this match. I think that that... It's kind of lose-lose. I don't know... Look, yeah. he missed! Yeah. He's doing nothing! If you're... So they have to... Okay, so two things here. He looks like they shit, have Quinn. To, well, they have to do that, though, if he hasn't wrestled for a year, right? Just because they book themselves into a corner doesn't mean it's right. justifiable. No no no. no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, Logic dictates that he shouldn't be as good, right? Or that he's been preparing for this yeah. long to be good. Now, there's also I'm that saying, side I'm of it. I'm saying there's like a there's a weird thing a conundrum. here. Conundrum. There's a conundrum. Doink. Are they doing right 
by making Sting be sympathetic and struggling because he hasn't wrestled because of okay. the, because of the logic of Fair. the actual like feud. Fine. Or is it like better from like an entertainment perspective that he shouldn't be? Okay, that's and a he fair just question. Magically, be like the best thing ever. I'm going to match that with one question: yeah. Are we at a point now, this far into the NWO angle, where we need a sympathetic babyface to fight Hulk Hogan? Well, nobody's been sympathetic. Luger, that's it. And everyone else hasn't. Right. Everyone else has been like a grandstanding asshole, like Piper and shit. So it's a fair question. It's been going on a long time, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. So watching this is like now I'm wondering if it was basically like because what we're looking at is we're seeing a Ricky Morton get his ass whooped the whole match, and then uh, he's going to miraculously come back. Right. I mean, like, yeah, but. Logic. Why do you need to build for that long to a Ricky Morton? Is my point. I don't know exactly. I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not saying it's horrible. I'm not saying it's good either. I'm just saying it's like I agree. This with you. is where the story has taken us. Unfortunately, yeah, I like, think it's bad storytelling. But I half the crowd, more than half. Well, because remember, it's fifty fifty. It's. Well, that's again. So we don't need the sympathetic face here. This is ninety. He's gonna leg drop. Oh shit! Okay, here we go. Now wait, 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 wait. Let's listen, listen, listen. Bret Hart has come out and taken. Bret Hart is there. Bret Hart's at ringside. That is fine. Okay, come on, Bret. Patrick made the three count, and Bret Hart certainly doesn't seem to agree. Well, Bret Hart is here tonight as a referee. Is that right? Is that correct? Is he a referee? Signed as an official? Yes! No matter how you slice it, Sting lost. And he looks like a loser. Actually, that's what I was going to say. I want to. That's why I want to look at that again. Hang on. It's not a fast count. No, no, no. There's something else there that was... They, they highlighted the wrong thing or something, and I just noticed it. Look, Scott Norton's there. And Bagwell. Sting nails him! Yeah, this NW, is such NW a fuck. Goons. I don't know how you defended this, Quinn. I'm wait, wait, sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I, you, you still didn't let me get out what I, I just I know, saw. I know, like, I know. I'm sorry. Let's just, let's wait. Let's yeah. let, let this end. Let it end. And then we'll talk. <sighs> I think Brett fucked up. No, he didn't. No one has ever blamed Bret Hart. No, he said something that was wrong. Look, Hogan doesn't give up. No, he's waving his head. Okay, fine. Yeah, that. Uh, all right. So yeah. I was mistaken. Yeah, Brett no, didn't he... screw him. No, that, that was legit. Okay, fine. Oh, hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, is, wait, is wait. It wait. O- oh, it's not over. Okay, just let it. Yeah. Let... And then they all celebrate. Yeah, Luger with his shirt and his good hair. Yeah. Giant with his pants. Is that Jim Powers? Oh, that's uh Renegade. Who is that? What's his head? Who died in the yellow? James Vanderbeek, <laughs> giant with good hair. Chavo. I like Mortis in the black trench. Coat. Great. <laughs> yeah. So good. The moment's right. good. I like the announcers are good. Look at the crowd. A lot of them are not even cheering. They just sat through a 13 minute fucking squash match, Quinn. Okay. Think about what I they wanna, just saw. I want to note something that right, I, I never saw. Folks, until, be, okay. Yeah. 
we're gonna stop now because obviously the the post match celebration celebrate, doesn't matter. That's it, yeah. So we've stopped. Okay. Quinn, go ahead. Um, there was something I noticed in there that the the camera went way too fast, and I saw it. Go ahead. Sting lifted his fucking shoulder, but Brett, on the meantime, said it was a fucking fast count on the outside. No, no, no. He, I saw this. Hang on here. Like, all right, I'm gonna go back now, folks. You can't. Yeah, do this with us unless you like really want to or something. But, but that it's quick. Like the camera like pans to Brett like immediately. Look, watch Sting on the left. No, he he. Quinn. No, he pinned him. He flat out pinned him. Okay, fair enough. I'm I'm sorry. Like I'm not. The count I, is too slow. That's what it is. Okay. Then. Yeah. But even so. Right. Okay. <laughs> As <laughs> your soda there. <laughs> Even so, I just wanted to see that because it fair. looked like it looked like you saw what I saw, right? Like with the arm. I, like, saw I was you like, saw, but wait a sec, him. did he like? Was it supposed to be like a he like a him. double Hebner thing? And then Brett said it was a fast count. No, you know? no, he okay. pinned him. But even so, okay, right. yeah. What I want to propose to you, and we're going to wrap up soon, but I just want to get a final discourse here on this. Even if it had been a fast count, right, and the rest of the finish went as planned, I'm fine with that being a fast count. And right, that fine. Thing. That's fine with me because it makes sense with the whole callback to Nick Patrick from April thing. I like that. So I actually like that. What I want to know is why is that how you book that? Vince McMahon, forget about Russo, but Russo would have had a different idea. Cornette, anyone up in Connecticut would have done this 7,000 times better. Right, Sting I agree. Just flatly, Sting looked like he didn't want to be there. Right, or Come that, on, or Quinn. that he was, or that he was, um, he was laid off for a year. That's, but that's not how you book a number one face. Then, yeah, they I mean, fucked up. He should. Okay, this is what if I was to do it over, like, so that there would be like no fucking disputing and like yes. people could just shut up about it. Like, I would have booked that Sting goes through every member of the NWO on Nitro. Okay. And to get his title shot, Much like including better. like fucking Virgil and right, all that right. bullshit. Norton like, starts from the bottom, works his way to the top. Fine. Like and like Hogan says, he has to do it in like some inordinate amount of like something like that doesn't make any sense. Like he says, you have to do this in three weeks or some and it keeps shit. Building so, and like, building. He's fighting like six NWO guys on an episode Fine. or something. Like you know what I mean? Like, I can get behind that. And then when the match comes, we've seen Sting a little bit, right? And he's his ring rust is gone too, so he doesn't have to he. It seems like Sting as a wrestler, Steve Borden, is trying to play it up like a pensive, like, oh, I haven't really wrestled for a while. Like, but why yeah. do I want to cheer for that? Well, that's what I need. What a dumb story. Well, that shit worked in the 80s. This is not the 80s. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like, that's how you always did. The babyface got his ass whooped and come back. This is 1997, Jim Cornette. <laughs> I'm just come saying. Come on. That's like every wrestling match. Can you can you finally agree that this was a misfire? Come on, no, Quinn. No, it was a misfire. Thank you. Now, now, that being said, it is not like this dramatic, like, company collapsing thing no. that I, I it's like no one says that it's though. ridiculous like no some people like think well, this say, is the moment I don't think like that. but I think that they really fucked up they fucked up they fucked up and you know what they honestly did fuck you know up, what was Quinn. indicative of it is that they went towards splitting the NWO and making that the storyline rather than just being like okay Sting's the champion now new era right like I, I totally agree with you and I think <sighs> They fucked up here. I just, 
I I wonder to myself, would better execution have fixed that, or was it that, like we said, that the crowd there maybe wasn't where they thought it was or something or is was dc perhaps too north yeah, and that i don't they, know like i i'm just there's all these things going around in my mind now maybe like, was there these decisions they could have made to get more w because there was wcw and sting supporters like they were. were real people like th- this is not like we're just like making it up that there was like i there was kids that had fucking sting shirts and shit in my sure. school like he was popular he like, was like it's no like i'm not making it up no so you, like he was why, he was, he was. why do we get to this show and we have kind of now that I'm thinking about what we just thought, it was more like a 60-40 NWO. Yeah. Like, there was Sting, ma- like, no joke, there was Sting, like, oh, shirts yeah, and masks course. and Sting merchandise all in the crowd. It was very split. Right. I, it shouldn't be. But I think if they were in Atlanta, say, you would have probably had, yeah, like, se- like 70, solid 30, 80, Sting, yeah. like, crowd, like... Sure. And, and and WCW, like, this is our fuck you, NWL, you know, like... The WCW. Yeah. I think you said it best a couple of episodes back when on, on our flagship podcast that uh they tried to get all fancy with the ending there because right. they had Brett. If they would have left him out of it... He shouldn't have been involved. They should have just... They blew their load with Bret Hart. Like, they yeah. leave him out of that. And honestly, if anybody's to come out and, like, save Sting, it should be the guy that trusted him all along Lex Luger. Yeah. To say like, because to me, this story is about Luger and sting and their like interaction with the NWO. Okay. If you remember like from the beginning, I remember like I, 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 and it's nice to see Luger the first to congratulate him, but Mm -hmm, like, yeah, that was like the beginning of it. Right. You know, and the macho man was involved in shit. Macho Camacho. But he was in the NWO, so. Yeah. I don't um, know. So we have a gentleman's agreement here that this was not that good, though. Not great. Um, I, mean, I, I, I I still think it's entirely overblown that, like, there are a lot of people that think this is, like, the fucking drizzling shits or something. Uh, like It, it was it, bad. But... It's bad, but it's not, like, would you, it's not the worst, like, blunder you've ever seen, is it? No, that would be a year later. Right, yeah. Having Nash beat Goldberg is worse than this. I think WWF said made worse blunders than this. To be honest with you, like Katie Vick and shit like that. Quinn, they're still in business. No, no, no. Not, regardless of who's in business, I'm just saying. Like, I think that matters when you're talking well, about. Well, I'm blunders. saying that WWF is a gigantic corporation that can. So was been, WCW. Was on my fucking Turner. Right, but I'm saying that WWF is a gigantic corporation no, that no, makes no. tons of blunders Quinn, every Quinn. day now. No, no, no. Is no. WCW made sides exponentially um, more. Blunders per capita. Yeah, but they didn't have WWF. They didn't have the fucking capital to make that many blunders either. WCW (laughs) was owned by ten motherfucking Turner. No, no, no. What are you talking about? You're misinterpreting. Not that kind of capital. I mean, that's what capital is. The creative capital. Like nobody trusted WCW. This for reasons like this, (laughs) right? But they they let Vince get away with fucking murder sometimes to this day. Like, no. but Vince, to, you know what I mean? Like, those are few and far between where Vince is like, oh, we'll do the Katie Vick angle, ha ha ha. But, and fine, but like, Roman Reigns, he's over. People like him. I don't know what you're, pro- whatever. Bring up Roman. Like, you don't understand that he's good. You he's know okay. Roman's he's good. Okay. Don't he's not, be pretending over yeah, there. Okay. But anyway, let's forget about Roman. The bottom line is they could have done much better. They could. And they could have yeah. had their big number one baby face actually look like an ass kicker 
Yeah. And they I, could have kept Bret Hart a, far away from this. Looking back, the primary symptom of most of this seems to be that they went too fast yes. with, with, with like, okay, Sting's just going to win now. They, and, they and, then, the- it, and then it got convoluted because they got Bret Hart. So like the, those was horrible. So see, those two things were the symptoms of that match. They match. They were backed into a corner with the booking because they, they have did to, it to themselves. They have to explain that essentially that Sting's got ring rust. Like there's no other way to put it. Really, I mean, yeah. They can't like make Hogan like it doesn't make him look like an effective world champion if he can't like beat the shit out of a guy that hasn't wrestled in a year. Like, I don't know. I like mean, the all over the ring. Like it looks stupid. I don't. Does it matter? I mean, Piper came in with his fake fucking hip, and Piper like almost Piper yeah. beat him actually. <laughs> yeah. Non-title at Starcade '96. Why was that non-title? By the way, that because it was always WCW. <laughs> they're not in business. That one's bad to me. That when actually that Piper thing is worse than this to me. I don't know why because I just think it's stupid. It's Piper. Yeah, it's just weird. The like, bottom line is we make more money right now than WCW does. And <laughs> well, because they don't exist. It's thanks to you patrons out there. So thank you for joining us. Quinn and I have finally shared our full true thoughts here on Star right. 97 um, Bottom line, Quinn, gentlemen's agreement, it wasn't that good. It Can wasn't that good. Star rating? Um, Star and a half. I'm I'm giving, it, I'll that. give it two Fine. just for like entertainment factor. I won't argue that. I think the match itself to me was the like it was crappy though, Quinn. No, but I mean the match itself as far as its wrestling match stock quality. Yeah, match. It was, it was, it was crappy. On, that's Andre and Hogan. I mean it's it, it, it probably better than Andre and Hogan, but the magnitude yeah. I mean there was drop kicks. But the <laughs> magnitude of Andre Hogan, I know. Yeah, I'm just no, I'm just saying, like it. it it was technically yeah. on a technical level yeah. a better match. Technically, if fucking Andre won with a fast count and Paul Orndorff ran in and a bunch of run-ins happened and then yeah. Hogan won, WWF might not be in business. <laughs> All right, is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. You just have certain things happen a certain way if you want to succeed. They didn't do it here. Yes, they did worse about a year later. Right. And then a week after that with the finger I poke. I feel like, honestly, we should like bad. look at the next year and really make a judgment there. Maybe one of these days. Yeah. But until next time, folks, thank you for your patronage. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you next time for another OVP commentary. See ya. See ya. Well, there you have it, everybody. Our commentary from March of 2018 on Hulk Hogan versus Sting, Starcade 97. Kind of an admittance from Quinn that they misfired here. Kind of. Got him to admit that they dropped the ball. Let us know what you think. Again, follow us on Twitter if you don't, at OVP Podcast. Shoot us an email if you want to, ovppodcast at gmail.com. And most importantly, if this if this was your first time listening to us, hope you stick around. Episode number 199 will be coming out this Monday, November 2nd, as we lead up to the OVP Bicentennial. Have a great weekend, and thank you for listening.